When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. Thanks for being here. Happy Tuesday. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. We're going to do some around the league stuff today. So make sure you're active in the comments. Make sure you smash that like button for us. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube page as always. And podcast listeners, please subscribe, follow, and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we would really, really appreciate that. Uh, fellas, how are we doing today? Have you left home after skating home last night after the post-game show? <laughs> nope. Yeah, I uh, took my daughter to uh, to preschool this morning, so that was uh, that was not a bad drive, but um, it was definitely icy in the uh, in the parking lot. Almost, almost ate shit. Oh man! Like once yeah. I once I. Uh, the the main roads were okay driving home, but it's, yeah. I swear to God, from walking from our office to my car, which is maybe half a block away, I think it took me ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, that was a stressful walk to the car. I was like, I am going to eat it. <laughs> yes, yeah, and as bad. you said, Jay, uh, right when we got to our cars, you were like, "See, we're at the age where if we fall down, we die." <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but not, the- but not before becoming an internet meme. Right. <laughs> the, the, those like 10 minute falls. Exactly. I hate that. And and the drive home, I it, it felt fine, but like driving on the uh the highway, it was kind of like is the road wet or is it icy? I want to be safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as like semis are passing you, like you know, it's it was a little little worrisome, but we made it, and well, then I didn't have to go anywhere today, so it's all good. And I gotta say, from walking on ice, I have sore muscles that had I have probably have not used in a while, <laughs> like the inner part of your thigh. Uh, yeah, that those muscles you usually often when you ice skate actually are very sore. This morning, I'm like, why am I sore? Like, oh yeah, it took me ten minutes to walk a block. <laughs> Uh, it's in my yes. car. Uh, so, nothing like being sore from walking a half a block. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, welcome to old. But at least I'm not a meme, at least for this. Uh, not so, yet. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. The old, the, the old groins, they, uh, they get a workout. Yeah. Uh, so here's what we're going to do today. We're going to tell you uh, who is replacing Connor Bedard at the All-Star Game. We're going to talk about Corey Perry's return to the NHL and Patrick Waugh's return to the NHL. And on the second half of the show, we've got some uh, new info about the All-Star Game the captains, the celebrity captains, uh, who will participate in a skills competition, 
and what exactly those skills competitions are. So let's start with Connor Bedard. Uh, looks like he will not be part of the game at all. Not a total huge surprise recovering from a broken jaw. And I think it, for those that missed the post game and pregame show last night, we should clarify there's been some misinformation going around. Um, everyone from Spit and Chicklets to NHL.com misreading uh, or recycling misreadings of what Luke Richardson said. Connor Bedard is not out an extra six weeks. That has been floating around. It is still out there in social media. Uh, that is not true. What Luke Richardson said yesterday was it is a six-week injury, meaning from the surgery. So the timeline has not changed. There has not been a setback with Connor Bedard. So it was two weeks ago yesterday that he had the surgery. So you're looking at maybe four more weeks without Connor Bedard. Nothing has been added. This timeline has not been moved. Uh, despite what several uh, media outlets that should know better uh, have been reporting over the last, what, probably 18 hours or so. Unless he sees his shadow, then <laughs> it'll be yeah. another six weeks. No, God, please no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's it's he's, he's going to be okay. I, I even so. saw it this morning. It was still going on this morning, so almost a whole 24 hours later, uh, locally, WGN's, website was reporting it this morning i saw it across my feed and it's come on like, joe brand it's like well it's the tv not the radio oh, the tv okay, okay. different different people um is that do we blame pat thomasulo for that thing? yeah probably sure. blame okay. him he's he's not funny anyway so um <laughs> <laughs> i love that every day we learn someone that greg doesn't like <laughs> We it's a pretty sponsor. long list. We got to get that it's sponsor. It's a pretty long list. <laughs> Just like innocent bystander that takes a shot. From like, what did Pat Tomasillo do? Not make me laugh, ever. <laughs> oh, there you go. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's a lot uh, Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the, the amount of people that are running with, you know, the misinformation it's disheartening, but in no way is it surprising no, it's these not. days. It's 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 where we are, yeah. In our uh, race to be first instead of race to be right. Yep. In our the way we uh, cover our news these days. Yes, and some other uh, breaking news that really uh, caught fire this morning. Someone reached out to me on Twitter like three weeks ago about this question. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even find the person who it was, but they said. Hey Jay, by I got the, way. the same question. And, yeah, did, did I got they, the same question. Do yeah. they ever clean the banners? So I reached out to a Blackhawks representative and the Blackhawks representative got back to me and said, yes, the banners that hang in the rafters are cleaned every five years or so. The last time they were cleaned was after the 2017 final four. And they're likely going to get cleaned again this summer after the DNC. That tweet okay. has 30,000 views. What the oh, hell? Yeah. <laughs> That was that, that was a crush question I got from Chris in my in my DMs. He's at C underscore O M I E thirty four. So Chris, there's your answer. Yes. I, I also I love lo those I love those weird like questions. Yeah, you never that, think about it though. Yeah, I mean I mean you I wonder if back in the day, back in the stadium days when you can smoke indoors if they were cleaned oh, man. a lot more frequently than every five years. That's why those, those old ones are a little yellow. They are. Yeah. No, I was, I was having this talk with my wife, and the, the I remember as a kid, they used to have a bit of a yellow tint to them. And, of course, it was yeah, probably cigarette why. smoke, but we call it, like, vintage cream. <laughs> but it was, sure. It was yeah. just cigarette the, smoke. The, the off-white. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, there's a there's some, some little bit of news for you today. I did not know 
that that was going to be such a uh we need to do like a if they do it this summer we need to like be there to like get some b-roll of them taking all the banners down and then go back and put it all up and do something fun for social that would be like that'd be uh, great a a bit based on the tweet how many people have viewed your tweet that's a video that would be like maybe our most viewed video ever it's 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 really funny. And maybe we can fix the serif on the host of ban- host of banner. It drives me crazy. It's the only number with a serif <laughs> on it of all the banners up there. That's okay. I'm not I'm fine. I'm not OCD at all. Not at all. Totally fine. All right. So here are your uh, <laughs> replacements for Connor Bedard in the All-Star <laughs> game, uh in the All-Star festivities. It is not a Blackhawk, which Probably shouldn't come as a huge surprise. I mean, does anyone want yeah. to, aside from us, does anyone want to see Jason Dickinson or Peter Mrazek? Probably not. No. no, not across the league. Yeah, so it's Kyle, Kyle Connor from the Jets and Vincent Trocek from the Rangers. So, fine. That's, that's what we need. That's another funny. Ranger. whoop de doo Yeah. That's fine. At least it's not another Maple Leaf. That's true. Yeah, I, I just, you know, I don't know if either of those guys moved the needle. I mean, they, they you could argue they both deserve to be there. Kyle Connor. For sure, but eh, whatever. It's not. It's something to get worked you, up over. You also have to think like they're probably at this at this stage of where the schedule is at. How close they are to the All Star game. They don't want another like Oliver Bjorkstrand situation where a player gets told, "Hey, you're going to go to the All Star game," and they're like, "Fuck!" Like, <laughs> oh, no, I don't want. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure they probably went down the list and was just like, "Okay, who's who's available and also willing." Like who doesn't want to cancel their their trip to Cabo or whatever? Uh, and lo and behold, Vince Trocek and Kyle Connor, you're on your way to Toronto. Well, congrats to them. Yeah, and yeah. and yeah, I, I get like I get like you know I see a lot of people saying like uh, oh they harp so much on every team getting representation, but then they don't replace the players that aren't going to be there with players on the same team. It's like yeah. For the Vegas Golden Knights, losing Jack Eichel and not having anybody there as Vegas as the the reigning Cup champions, um, that is a little like you'd think they'd put somebody there. Yeah. Um, but for the Blackhawks, it's like yeah, as much as we would love to see Jason Dickinson get rewarded for the career year he's having, or Nick Foligno for the personality that he he is and the role he's played on this team, or Peter Morazic for the way he's played across the league that. That doesn't matter to anybody, really. No, I no. Don't think so. And and the Blackhawks have a representative in Connor Bedard. He was picked to be the All Star. He just can't play. And the same with the Golden Knights. It is surprising that you aren't having a representative from your reigning Stanley Cup champions yeah. actually in the game. But you know, if Connor Bedard was healthy, he'd be there, and nobody would be like, well. Jason Dickinson deserves to be there too. No, No, it's, it's, and I'm sure Jason Dickinson would have had a great time going. It would have been an honor, something he probably never would have expected, but I'm sure he's also, as well as everybody in this locker room is looking to just not be a Blackhawk for a few days. Get some time (laughs) off. Go, Go be, you know, husband, father, normal guy, whatever, and just disappear for three or four days and come back ready for the second half of the season. That's yeah. probably uh, more important to to a guy like Jason Dickinson, who, based on – we watch him play every night, and he, and he never uh, – he, he rarely ever misses a shift. 
the way he plays, he needs a few days away from the rink. I'm sure he's sure. got bumps and bruises and, and aches and pains as they all do. And uh, uh, I'm sure he's not too upset that he gets to uh, take whatever vacation plans he had. He can uh, follow through on those now. I don't know. I, I think it's massive disrespect to the 182nd rank score in the NHL right now. It is a slap in the face to Jason Dickinson. <laughs> you know, Who, yeah. by the way, only yeah. has one point since signing his big contract. See what oh, security man. was of these guys? And he's I mean, he's packed on. it in. He's, he's yeah. packed it in. Yeah, he got, got the he bag. And, and yeah. now he's just so, you know. so, so selfish. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and also, too, like going to the All-Star game is not only like going, traveling, you know, playing in the festivities, whatever. It's also like media obligations and like you know, it's, it's, it's a lot. So it's, I, I think it's good for, for these guys to uh, get that time off away from hockey. Some guys might just say, Oh, you know, I'm just not going to play, but I'm going to keep skating and all this stuff. And, you know, some, probably some of the younger guys will do that, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be good for, for this team, specifically the Blackhawks to have their players get, get away from this season for a little bit, because to, to finish it out and, and try and finish it strong is going to, uh, you know, ask a lot of them. So. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so nothing to get worked up about. I think people have taken it pretty well in stride, I would say, uh, considering, um, you know, that no Hawks are there. But, I mean, if you're looking yeah. at this realistically, it's you can kind of see there's not really anyone that's a, a no-brainer. Right. This now means I don't have to watch it, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And look, when you look up <laughs> at the end of Counter Bernard's career, uh, he'll do seven years in Chicago, and then he's going to Vancouver, as we all know. It's 100% happening. Sure. Yeah, um, it'll say 2024 All-Star right there on his hockey reference page. So, you know, that's it'll, it. It'll, yeah, and it'll also say 2025, 2026, 2027, 2028. He'll have plenty of opportunities to go and be an All-Star and and all that stuff. So Exactly. Yes. Um, he'll become cr- crusty and... and, and uh, Curmudgeon-y. Like, all yeah, he'll be he'll he'll think it's a giant pain in the ass before we know it. They grow up so fast. <laughs> uh, the other bit of news. Speaking of crusty and curmudgeony, uh, former Blackhawk uh, disgraced. I guess I don't know if that's the right word to use. Whatever it is, uh, Corey dismissed. Perry dismissed. Corey Perry is back in the NHL. The Edmonton Oilers made it official uh, yesterday. He is signed for a very low under what I think it's like seven hundred fifty k. For the rest league of the minimum. year, league minimum. Um, yeah. And he's going to be part of the Oilers. Now, the Hawks play the Oilers on Thursday. He's not playing in that game. They're going to give him Coward. a week to get up to speed. Well, this is what that I want to ask Felino. That would Foligno. have been so interesting. Next time we have Nick Felino in, like, if you played Edmonton and Perry was in the lineup, do you have to fight him? You kind of have to fight him, right? I mean, it's not like he... It's not like he did anything. I don't know. That's a that's an interesting angle at it. Because did he? We don't know. I, we have no idea. I don't know. It's you. You don't know exactly what happened. Um, we do know that it didn't involve any teammates. Um, so I don't know if you're if if you get into that you know weeds of the NHL code and stuff that you have to exact retribution on the ice. The good thing is we won't have to uh, figure out if that would or would not happen because they won't be playing on Thursday. Yeah. All right. That's the last meeting of the year between the two teams, I believe. So we won't have to 
worry about that later. And then who knows where Captain yeah. Pudwack will be next season. I'm yeah. glad we can stop calling him our Pudwack and have to use, uh, you know, affection towards him. Um, good riddance. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the fact that he's, you know, no longer a Blackhawk feels uh, right, uh, given the extensive history. And, you know, when he was here, you, you, you saw the, you saw the fan base uh, embrace him. And then for the reasons that he had to leave, you saw the people say, you know what, if, if that's going to, if that's, what's going to happen with him around, then he doesn't, you know, he doesn't need to be around. So um, yeah, I, I find it interesting that he's back very quickly, but not everyone's um, road to a second chance is, is the same. Yeah. I wonder, um, and I agree. I, I'm I'm all for second chances, but you know the timing of this is kind of like very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if it was the other way around. Had the Oilers signed Corey Perry to start the season and had to dismiss him for whatever it is he had to do, and then the Blackhawks gobbled him up. I I would imagine the Twitters, the X's, the Instagrams would be on fire. Of course. About there go the Blackhawks again. What a garbage organization. But when the Oilers do it, what a savvy move. Is he the final piece that puts the, them over the top? Yeah. They did the same thing with Evander Kane. The, the, oh, yeah. the, the Oilers I, have made it very clear that optics and and all that they don't care they want to try and Judgment win it goes got, out the window when you're trying to win a stanley cup you got mcdavid and dry in their prime so uh, you know optics and and off ice be damned we're going to try and bring in players that are going to help us uh potentially win a stanley cup and uh, clearly edmonton fan base is is uh viewed differently than chicago's and the organizations viewed, di- viewed differently for you know, I, do I agree with the Oilers doing it? I don't know, but I I do agree that the Blackhawks image has been needs a lot of repairing, and they have a zero tolerance. Uh, they're in a zero tolerance situation. So, if <laughs> it's not in his character, but Kyle Davidson, if it was the reverse and Kyle Davidson went in and brought in Corey Perry, um, man, they. The 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 scrutiny and ridicule would be would be deserved. Well, and that old sneaky Pete in the chat says that's exactly why they released him. The Blackhawks, thirty one other teams would have handled it internally. Unfortunately, the Hawks uh, don't have the benefit yeah. of the doubt. What I mean, we don't know that we, we don't know what it was. We don't know if other teams would have handled it internally. You have to assume that the Oilers did their due diligence to find out exactly what happened or get some sort of version of it. And look, they were comfortable with it, and they were comfortable with it when they brought in Evander Kane. Like, and that was a lot more. You know, that was pretty nasty stuff that Evander Kane was, uh, you know, was uh, was said to have done. And and that's, you know, and again, they just looked right past it. And look, it's true. The Hawks have not earned the benefit of the doubt. But when they've been given opportunities, like Corey Perry, something went wrong and they took care of it. He was gone Mm -hmm. immediately. There were no questions asked. So what bothered me about it was violation happens. Team dismisses him. And it becomes another another disgusting act by the Blackhawks. Like they did what they did what they were supposed to do. They handled it perfectly. Yeah. And it's it's and look, it comes with success. It comes with being a large market team that gets a lot of press. 
people are still butthurt that the Hawks won the draft lottery. And I'm not saying that people should not look at the Hawks side-eyed because of everything that happened with Brad Aldrich. Of course, of course they should. But everyone in the organization from that time is gone. Everybody is gone. It is new leadership. I think for the most part, this leadership's done a good job. I would say I don't love the way the Pride Night thing was handled last year. Um, but aside from that, I think they've done a pretty good job. And and, and we get back sort of to the hockey part of it. Um, there was a question about are the uh, Oilers that desperate for forward help? That that was my thought. It was from Edward. Like, yeah, this team is one. They're going for fourteen in a row tonight. They're they're getting close to the NHL record for consecutive wins, and they've got the Sharks and the Hawks coming up, and and Nashville. Those are the three they need to beat. They're in pretty good shape. Like, why would you, why would you bring in this Corey Perry? You know, you're not bringing in a guy who's an all-star level player anymore. You know, it's no. just you're bringing in the forward with a little bit of baggage. And again, it seemed like in the locker room he was fine. He's kind of a soft-spoken guy. Didn't have much of a huge presence, at least around the media when we were in there. I Very soft-spoken. It's 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 an interesting move and an interesting time for the Oilers. I mean, it's it's a guy that play that plays playoff style hockey when that time comes. Uh, a guy that's done it before, won a cup before, uh, uh, a lifetime ago. Um, so I, I, I guess from you know from from that point of view, it's somebody that you want to put into that room that's that's been in those battles that will go into those battles still at the the age that he's at and that where he's at in his career he's still going to play that role um maybe they felt that that's something that they were missing i don't know i i think that they have clearly have a lot of talent they clearly have uh you know the ability to win win games now but i guess if you if you look at it like you know winning games in the regular season it's different than winning games in in the playoffs so I, Ken Holland decided that, you know, Corey Perry was a guy that was made available uh, and he felt like that was a, a missing piece that they, that they need. It's definitely a, a down. It's, it's definitely a postseason move. Like this is, this isn't a guy you bring in to say, Oh, Corey Perry is going to put us over the top. You get, you've won, you know, 13 straight, like you're fine. Um, but it's, it's when you get into the postseason that you're going to need a guy who does what he does. Um, to uh to potentially help give you that boost whether or not he's that effective anymore we i mean that still remains to be seen but what he was doing when he was here in chicago was very much what we expected him to uh to do outside of you know being like third on score third on the team in points when he was dismissed yeah i will find it funny though if uh the losing streak is ended in Corey perry's debut <laughs> like they, they win like 16 17 in a row he makes his debut and they lose like five to one i just want to yeah. see i want to see oilers twitter uh if that happens that'd and be a like a minus three or something yeah well he did uh he did talk yesterday and kind of uh address their turn so why don't we play this this is courtesy of uh sportsnet in canada <laughs> well hey guys <laughs> it's uh, um you know uh over the last two months um, I've really had a, a chance to reflect and, um, you know, get the help and, and take full responsibility for what happened in Chicago, uh, and, and try to better myself. And, you know, those are the, those are the things that I've been working on. I've been working on, 
uh, with people in, in the mental health field and, um, you know, in, in different fields. So it's, you know, it, it's been a, a long time to get back to this, to this spot, um, to be back on that ice with, with players in, in the NHL. And, um, you know, I have to, have to thank, um, you know, my family, my friends, all the all the support I've gotten, the support from my my counselors, and just trying to better myself each and every day. And um, from where I was two two months ago to where I am today, I think uh, you know it's it's been a world of difference. The, the help that I've gotten and and to where I've come to, from, where I've come from. Um, you know, on the hockey side, I'm excited to be here. This is a passionate fan base. It's uh, it's an exciting, exciting town, exciting time of uh, of the Oilers organization. I mean, you look around that room. You got uh, some pretty tremendous players in in, uh, in Connor, Leon, um, Darnell, and the list just keeps going on. So, um, like I said, I got to say say thank you to the Oilers organization, um, to Ken, to to everybody involved, to you know, to to be here, sitting here today, and, and talking in front of you guys. That's Corey Perry. Uh, later in the presser, he was asked the specifics of what happened in Chicago, and he basically said, I said everything I'm going to say in the statement I issued when I left the team and just leave it at that. And that's probably the right way to do it is there were other people uh, part of this. And look, I am a believer in second chances. I am a believer in mental health and therapy and all those things. And I think there's a lot of people that may be looking at Corey Perry and saying, like, this guy's 38 years old. Is he really going to change that much? Well, you know, my sister died seven years ago. Seven years ago, I was 39. That's when I began therapy. And I can tell you that I am a very different person now than I was at 39. I know how to process things better. I know how to identify what's going on with me better. And I know it's only been two months for Corey Perry, but hopefully he's genuine and sincere in the fact that he is doing work. He is trying to improve himself for whatever the issues he was going through or, are, or is currently going through might be. I believe in all of that, and I would be, uh, you know, I'd be contradictory if I said, yeah, but screw this guy, right? I mean, hopefully he gets the help he needs. Hopefully everything works out for him, and so he's a better man for his family and his, his children and his teammates and everybody. I believe, and I just hope he's taking it seriously. And from what he said, it sounds like he is. Yeah, yeah. And, and he can he can return to the league in some sort of ongoing process, too. Like, it's not like... Oh, it was just it was just these two months and I'm completely done. Like he he can continue going through what he's what he's doing, whatever it is. Um, and hopefully that's the case uh, when as he does make a return. So I you don't know exactly what he's going to be uh, doing, you know, what what work it is. But um, by all accounts from, you know, he was never like specifically dismissed from the league and needed approval to come back. Like it was, he was cut from the Blackhawks. Um, but he did, you know, talk with, you know, the, the Gary Bettman and Bill Daly and, you know, the Oilers contacted the, the Blackhawks as, as Ken Holland said at the press conference yesterday. So, um, you know, it seems like all the people that they needed to contact in this, in this scenario, um, checked those boxes but yeah hopefully whatever he's doing to to better himself is an ongoing process and not a you know two months wipe your hands clean all done like uh, you you'd hope that it's uh it's something that he's going to continue on doing yeah yeah as uh uh somebody who is uh you know recovering alcoholic i mean the two months 
and everybody's different. Everybody's wired different, but to make declarations after two months is uh, gutsy. <laughs> um, you know, I don't think he was saying I'm fully recovered. I hope it's ongoing and it wasn't just lip service to I'm going to do what it takes till I get a contract. Um, I know for me personally, two months into my, uh, you know, uh, sobriety, I was not like, I wasn't ready to go back into like a former environment to be, to be recovering and then to go right back to an NHL road and an NHL locker room and just being back, you know, one of the boys temptation is going to be very hard and Hey, he may feel he can handle it. Obviously he does. So I, I wish him nothing but uh, the best in that, but the time period makes me a little worrisome. But, uh, you know, everybody's different. I'm not Corey Perry. Corey Perry is not me. We're wired differently. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. But as somebody who has, you know, uh, will be five years sober, knock on wood, this March, thinking back to my very early days of, of dealing with this process, there's no way I could do be in an NHL environment. Uh, and be on the road and, and be out with the boys and, and have guys, you know, going to hotel bars. Are like, I just, I, there's no way I could do that. But, uh, you know, I'm not Corey Perry. So we'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Uh, again, just I hope for, just for everybody involved, Corey Perry, his family, um, whatever happened with in the Blackhawks that got him dismissed. Uh, I just hope everybody is getting what they need out of this and that there is a, a decent ending. So anyway, awkward transition yeah. to uh, <laughs> the last bit of non-all-star news we're going to get to. Patrick Waugh, uh, this is a couple days old, but back in the league as the Islanders head coach because Seth Jones got Lane Lambert fired from the New York Islanders <laughs> with his overtime winner. Where uh, Seth? I know that Patrick Waugh is a loud, opinionated, fiery dude, but I think having him back in hockey is a good thing. He is going to be... Uh, appointment television all the time, appointment press conferences all the time. Uh, the game's better when he's part of it, and uh, I'll never forgive him for pretty much dunking on Jeremy Roenick after uh, <laughs> the 96 playoffs. Roenick gets pulled down, and uh, Roenick wants a penalty shot, and they talk in the media after the game, and Roenick said, oh, I want to ask uh, Patrick you know, where his jockstrap is. I killed him on a breakaway last time, and Patrick Waugh said, I tell Jeremy I can't hear him. I've got my two Stanley Cup rings in my ears. And, uh, <laughs> damn, can't really, can't really retort to that one, Patrick. But, yeah, uh, yeah he, he's a character. He's a character. And uh, th th I saw some footage of him at practice, like, just screaming and slamming his stick on the ice. Like, oh, man, I don't know how long this is going to last, but it's going to be entertaining as hell. I mean, it, it makes an an Islanders franchise that is uh, always one of seemingly one of the most boring uh makes him interesting that's for sure um and yeah i mean i mean why he's he's had success as a coach in the nhl he's had some failure as a coach in the nhl he's had success a lot of success in in, in minor hockey since le since uh leaving the nhl so you know I, I i think he he obviously has a mind for the game and um so far it seems like you know islanders players have responded well to him uh coming in and 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 kind of getting into that position and into the organization and kind of bringing a, a bit of a spark to them. So it's, he's, he's one of those guys that it's just like, 
no matter what role he can play, if he is in the NHL, like it's, it's, it's a, it's seemingly a good thing. So long as he's, you know, not, not causing too much, uh, too many problems. And, uh, you know, cause he's, he's hall of fame player, legendary, legendary personality, like definitely, uh, someone that makes makes the league interesting for sure, and even if he's not a fan of analytics, like he can still be a, a pretty good pretty good head coach. I think. I love analytics. It's uh, it's another big personality in a league that is lacking big personalities, uh, and it is uh, the uh, least likely fit you would think a Patrick Wall, Lula Morello, um, right relationship is one that you think won't last can't last but stranger things have happened there have been stranger bedfellows uh in in the history of of the nhl patrick wall lost in all all of it it's been so long since he's been given his second chance um really good coach i mean he, he had three years in in colorado won the division in the jack adams his first year uh then had some some you know, down seasons, but in his three years in Colorado, he had a 577 point percentage, which is, which is pretty good. Um, and, um, Better so, than Luke Richardson. Yeah. Fire him. He stinks. <laughs> um, <coughs> the, the, I think it was 32 thoughts. We're talking about it. And it had some really good stuff about Lou Lamorello and like, he uh he has like this mindset that a guy on his second coaching stint is when you get the sweet spot like he's learned his mistakes from his first stint but he hasn't gotten so set in his ways that he's just going to do my way or the highway and he he went through like hmm. uh some of his coaches in, in 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 uh New Jersey were guys that he won Stanley Cups with were on their second coaching stint and and that he and they also brought up that his uh Lamorello's uh Fatuation with all things Montreal Canadiens when you think of some of the people he's brought in, Larry Robinson and yeah. Jacques Lemaire and now Patrick Waugh. So uh, interesting stuff uh, from uh, Friedman and Merrick as usual. But you know what? It, he, saw, he automatically makes the, the league's least interesting team a heck of a lot more interesting. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see what happens. They won their first game with him, a, a nice overtime win. So uh, we'll see as he gets acclimated, and uh, and they they I was watching that game because it was like I want to see what Patrick Waugh does, and they kept showing him on the bench, and he was in the ear of almost every player at some point, and just talking, talking, talking. Man, you probably have to do that a little more in your first game, but yeah, it'll be so interesting fun. to see um, how that uh, how that turns out, and that's another team in the, in the East that's. You know, there's five or six teams vying for those two playoff spots, those two wild card spots, and it's going to get very, very interesting down the stretch. Uh, and and see that like the trade deadline is going to be very interesting because there's really like four teams who aren't still technically alive for a playoff spot. So we're going to see, um, you know, if any of those teams declare themselves dead and start making trades. Uh, I think I we must have to clarify something here because I don't think I use the word alcoholic. I don't think any of the other two of you guys didn't use the word alcoholic. We talked about alcohol, um, but I I've gotten a couple tweets about it and some comments about it. So I just want to I want to reread Corey Perry's uh, statement. Uh, the last paragraph here, he says, "I have started working with experts 
in the mental health and substance abuse fields to discuss my struggles with alcohol, and I will take whatever steps necessary to ensure this never happens again. I hope to regain the trust and respect of everyone who has believed in me throughout my career. That is Corey Perry's statement back in November. He is the one who specifically cited substance abuse and alcohol as uh, the reasons for his dismissal, or at least what led to uh, his dismissal. So that's not us speculating. Those are from uh, from the phone notes of Corey Perry himself. Um, and a little bit of other uh, hockey news here. This just posted by the Philadelphia Flyers uh, seven minutes ago. Per Daniel Briere, their GM, Carter Hart has requested and been granted an indefinite leave of absence, citing personal <laughs> reasons. The club will have no further comment at this time. So wow. interesting. Yeah. interesting. That's uh, another another player, um, uh, Dylan Dubé from the Flames, uh, also had that um, same situation uh, earlier this week. So interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully, whatever reasons that these guys um, need to to get away from their teams, they're they're doing it for you know the the betterment of themselves. So that's uh, interesting. Yeah, Flyers are uh, kind of a hot mess right now, despite playing really good hockey most of this season. Yeah, they got a lot going on. They're one of the most surprising teams in the league, and yet every time you turn around, uh, there's another tire fire they got to put out. And uh, I can't wait for the tweets and the comments to trade for Carter Hart. You know they're coming. Um, (laughs) But uh, if it's, uh, you know, someone that needs to get a, a mental refresh, uh, dealing with some personal issues, hopefully, um, you know, he gets what he needs. You know, we saw this last year with Spencer Knight and the Florida Panthers. You know, being an NHL goalie can't be good for the old psyche at times, no. especially when you struggle, especially in a, in a passionate city like Philadelphia. Uh, and he's had a lot of expectations and met them early, but has struggled the last couple seasons. So uh, he's, been playing, he's been playing well this year, though. Yeah, he's been but, playing well. He yeah, started well, and then knows, he's you know. he's he's lost kind of his job uh, for a little bit. But uh, yeah, best of luck to him. And another little note before we take our, our break here and, and catch up on our ads. Sorry, uh, Steve. Got an email. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting yelled at. Sorry. Ads. Um, just a quick note: Colin Blackwell not practicing today for maintenance day per the Blackhawks. Mm. That came through while we were chatting about uh, our former friend in Edmonton. Yeah, they're on the ice right now in uh, Seattle, I believe. All right, there you go. That's a lot. Uh, so we're going to get to the uh, all-star captains and all-star events coming up next. Let's get to some more fun stuff. Yeah, we're going to tell you about our friends here at Empire Today. With Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. You know by now that Empire Today is the best place to go for new flooring. So, of course, everybody that everybody else that does flooring wants to be like them, but Empire can't be beaten on quality, service, or speed. Trust them, they live and breathe flooring. So you can rest assured, everything Empire brings to you is not just uh, some pile of junk. They care. They want to put good floors in your home. Their product team exhaustively combs through thousands of product samples every year to find the perfect styles. And once you've narrowed it down, the three, four, maybe five different styles. You can use Empire Today's virtual floor designer. Pull it up on your phone, snap a picture of the space, and their floor designer will show you what the new floors are going to look like in your room. So you don't have to guess and then lay out the floors and be like, mm, you know, that's that brown's a little lighter than I imagined it or the sun's not hitting it just right. That virtual floor designer 
will help you make an educated decision. And one thing to know about Empire today is they service their own warranties. If an issue arises, you just call Empire. They service all warranties themselves. You don't have to track down a manufacturer's phone number. Just get in touch with Empire today and they'll come and take care of it. So schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 discount when they use the promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO. Yeah, do that. And also, when you're looking to uh, get yourself right, whether it's your mental health or your physical health or both, uh, check out the Midtown Athletic Club at one of their four Chicagoland locations in Palatine, Bannockburn, Willowbrook, or the Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel here in the city in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. Uh, this month, January, Midtown Athletic Clubs in Bannockburn, Palatine, and Willowbrook, they are offering no initiation fees uh, at those locations when you sign up. So if you uh, were debating on whether or not you wanted to join the Midtown Athletic Club at any of those locations, do it now before you run out of time and skip the initiation fees and take advantage of all of their amazing amenities, their tremendous locker rooms, wet and dry saunas, uh, indoor and outdoor pools and hot tubs, uh, amazing fitness studios, state-of-the-art gym equipment, um, yoga studios, cycling studios, boxing classes that they uh, they offer. Um, and if you love tennis, the Midtown Athletic Club is the place to be. They have some of the best courts and programming in the sport, indoor and outdoor courts for tennis, pickleball, uh, paddle tennis, and all of it is USTA professional quality all of the way. And if you're into your mental and physical health, and you're into the Bears and Chicago sports, well, holy shit, the Midtown Athletic Club is a place for you because the CHGO Bears and the Chicago Sports Podcast will be live from the Midtown Athletic Club in Bannockburn on Thursday, the 25th, this week. Guests of the show are complimentary that day. So go out to the Midtown Athletic Club in Bannockburn, check out the space, get in a workout, get in a steam, get in a chicken sandwich, and catch the shows live. Head over to the Midtown to midtown.com slash CHGO to find out more information and to schedule a tour of the Midtown Athletic Club nearest to you. All right, it's going to be a good time on Thursday. Also Thursday, we're going to be out at the Barn Hockey Bar watching yep. Hawks and Oilers. We're going to get there at 7, puck drops at 8. That is right on Ogden between Monroe and Adams. So come on out, hang out with us for a while. We're going to take off after the second period so we can get back for the uh, post-game show, but we'll be there an hour before puck drop, eating pizza, eating food, drinking some cold ones, so come join us. Uh, we also have some lines from practice right now, this courtesy of Mark Lazarus, and remember to keep in mind Colin Blackwell has a day off, so don't read too much into the fact that Lucas Reichel is currently in the second line. You've got Kurashev centering Felino and Radish, Dickinson centering Reichel and Anderson, Gutman centering Pitlick and Donato, and Sanford centering Kachuk and Reese Johnson. So that's what you got right now. Uh, Mackenzie Entwistle is not yeah, I was gonna on say, there. Yeah. I was going to say that's a change. And he looked a little banged up in the game yesterday, finished the game, but uh, something to keep an eye on. It went to the boards hard uh, yeah. during that loss. So, Well, they didn't mention that he wasn't practicing uh, as they did for Blackwell. So I don't know, maybe he's just – getting a lighter day, but he's still on the ice. But, um, yeah, that's that's also a, a change from uh, from yesterday's lineup. Yeah. Something to yeah, keep an eye on I, 
I would have to believe that Reichel is just place holding for Blackwell since he's in the same spot. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, we'll have a better idea. Uh, morning skate, which would be afternoon skate for us tomorrow before uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seattle. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's move on to the All-Star Game festivities. And we have our captains and celebrity captains, which I know are, we're all very excited about. Celebrity. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I There's, say, I mean, they they are famous people. They did. Yeah, these are they actual they, celebrities. These are people that, if I had to bet money before this on who they would be, these would have been definitely four people I would have placed a couple of shekels on because yeah, yeah. they are Canadian and they like hockey. Yeah. Therefore, you're in. But I mean, <laughs> I would say four legitimate celebrities, like not like B listers. Like these are pretty big names. In terms of the world of celebrities. So three big names and an up and coming star that young people know, which you need. All right. So you got uh yeah. your your blue team uh is captained by Austin Matthews, and the celebrity captain is Justin Bieber. Uh you may have heard of him. Uh your yellow team is Nathan McKinnon and Tate McRae. This is the uh teen pop I think she's twenty. 20-year-old pop sensation, Canadian, has, wears hockey gear on her album covers. Famous uh, ex-girlfriend of Cole Sillinger. Yes. So if you want to if you want to um, learn more about her connection to hockey, uh, Google Tate McRae and Cole Sillinger. And, uh, yeah, have fun with that. But she is. I'm going to be honest with you. I know I would have never known who she was without our guys at the Wet Chaos podcast. Well, I, well, no I agree idea. with you, but then she was on SNL a couple weeks ago, too. Like she's she she uh, I, she blew up in popularity. That's for sure. Yeah, that's the what chaos bump because of that Pete is. and DJ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, exactly. Uh, you're, once once P- Pete Blackburn starts tweeting about you, you're famous. <laughs> well, someday we'll get that's there. true. Um, the red team is Jack and Quinn Hughes with Michael Bublé, who must be singing Christmas hits. Uh, That's in a, fun. In a less interesting fashion, as he has. Done he's 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 career. his uh his he's, he's, he's free a big Canucks until next fan, November. He? Yes, he is a big Canucks fan. Yeah, that's fun. And I then, like Michael uh, Bublé. Why you guys got a problem with Michael Bublé? Because why, why not just Frank Sinatra did it way better. Well, he's <laughs> okay. Well, Frank Sinatra's Frank dead. <laughs> Frank Sinatra's dead. Someone else. Hey, got Michael Bu- Michael Bublé. I'm not like I, I'm going <laughs> to give him a lot of credit. He's smart. He has made millions and millions and millions of dollars on singing everybody else's music. That's brilliant. Yeah, I guess so. Work I mean, smarter, not hard, and that's exactly what he's doing. Hey, old Christmas songs, I got that. You want me to sing Sinatra songs too? Boom. Come see me at my sold-out show at arenas across the country. By the way, Mario, I know, you're, I know you're a millennial, but the, the recordings have been put down, and you can listen to them even though they're dead. <laughs> you can go back and listen to recordings from dead people. Like it's, They lay them down. It was first on audio like a like a ouija board it was like no it was like a reel to reel back in the day and then they laid it on vinyl and then later it was cassette then something called compact disc came out and then that was Mm -hmm. then you led to your zunes and your ipods and now here we are with the streaming days so yeah even though the some person's dead you can go still hear their music Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. no but i think buble is uh he is he seems like he's willing to take a joke like he's kind of uh a good sport Seems like he's got some serious, like, some funniness to him. I've seen him be using a lot of sketch comedy things before, and he's done a pretty good job. He holds his own. Yeah. Uh, and then those your bub- bubbly commercials; those are pretty entertaining. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's he will be entertaining to people. I'm sure. He seems like he seems like a good dude. It's a very safe, good choice that people will enjoy. 
And then uh, the white team is captained by Connor McDavid, and the celebrity captain is Will Arnett. And here's what I fear. And if our friends at the NHL are listening, don't make Will Arnett go try to talk to players and be funny because you could bring Don Rickles out there on the ice, also dead. Would be difficult, but you could use working at Bernie's technology to make it happen. Um, He'd probably be canceled. When you, Hologram Don Rickles. When you try to lead hockey players into being funny, it is nothing but awkward all the time. Yeah. Especially Connor McDavid. Yes. Just don't make Will Arnett be your clown. Let him be out there. Let him have fun. Let him participate. And however you're going to have him participate, it is not Will Arnett's job to try to make Connor McDavid funny because he is going to fail and it's going to be awkward. And who's going to look bad? Will Arnett, not Connor McDavid. Mm-hmm. Will Arnett's funny as yeah. hell. I mean, if you watch Arrested Development or you listen to Smart List, like he's a funny dude. He knows how to be funny. He's very funny. But don't put it. it the same thing happened to Ke- uh, to Keenan Thompson at the NHL Awards. He would say something funny to an athlete and put a mic out there and he go, uh, you know, yeah. like it's just let them be funny on their own. Don't try to make them make players be entertaining. Drives me crazy. Do you remember at the uh, NHL Awards when we were we were watching it in Nashville and they had McDavid on with the uh, the like ten year old kid. Yes. And the kid was like cracking jokes to McDavid, and he could not get he could not get that segment over with faster. Like he he <laughs> did not want to be there. He did not want to be you know the little stooge with the kid. He just he wanted it to be over so fast. Well, yeah, that was painfully awkward. I think that was Dirk Bentley's son, yes. wasn't it? Was that who it yes. was? Okay, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing too yeah. is like McDavid is starting to show a personality, but it's not like. Come have he's fun not, with me. He's a red yeah. ass. If anything, he's a yeah. red ass. So he's a he's a guy who doesn't want to uh to have to, you know, toe the line anymore. Like he's gonna speak his mind more, but it's not like, you know, you're you're not getting any yucks out of Connor McDavid. No. No, Connor McDavid is the guy that was like the serious, you know, the the young guy and then like has a kid, and then the kid gets older, like five years old, and like spills orange juice and like like just like loses his loses his crap and <laughs> has a meltdown that's what Connor McDavid's turning into as he's starting to get a little snark in some of his post game yeah i'm here for the snark that like that's for sure i pressers I'll, yeah i'll take and, a i kind of like it yeah i'll take an edgy connor mcdavid i, sure. I like uh, a, a frustrated pissed off Narky Connor. Yeah, I think we're Greg's lagging out a little bit, so we'll uh, we let him know in the chat. Um, I'm sure we'll get that that refresh. It happens every time when we're towards the end of the podcast, as we somebody's feed goes dead, it goes kaput. So we'll use this opportunity uh, to talk to y'all about our friends at DraftKings. Uh, DraftKings is awesome, and they know hockey games move fast. But with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. You can score faster than anything happening on the ice. Whoa, that sounds fun. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. We're going to tell you about our DraftKings Pick of the Week here in a second. But here's what you need to do right now. You need to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That's step one. All right, then you're going to use that promo code CHGO, and new customers will get uh, bet 5 bucks and you will get 200 instantly and bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. The crown is yours. And here is our pick of the week. This is a football pick of the week. And like they like to do is 
make these parlays for big games. So you've got a four-pick Christian McCaffrey parlay for 49ers and Lions on Sunday. Here's the parlay. This is plus 750, 100-plus rushing yards, 40-plus receiving yards, two or more touchdowns, and the 49ers to win on the money line. That's all Christian McCaffrey plus a 49ers money line win. Look, if he's got 140 all-purpose yards, I like him for two touchdowns. Uh, That's plus 750. So if that interests you, lay it down. You've got those uh, $200 instantly in bonus bets from uh, using that code CHGO. So, uh, or, you know, fade us because last week we were very convinced (laughs) that uh, CJ Stroud was going to just blow those numbers out of the water and he sure did not. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we we led you astray on that one, but yeah, I feel like if McCaffrey is is putting up those numbers, there's also a good chance that that uh, that uh, 49ers win uh, also is, is is part of the deal there. I would think so. 140 yards, two touchdowns from McCaffrey, and uh, yeah, that's that's going to be. Is uh, it two touchdowns? I thought it was just one. It's two. Oh, it's two. Oh, two wow. or uh, two or more, of course. But... What is happening? What was that? <laughs> what was that, Mario? I don't know. I didn't do anything. Out of nowhere on your screen. I didn't do. I did not do anything. What it was. It was entertaining. I think I'm the only one that saw that. Did you see that, Greg? I saw it too. I didn't see it because okay. I was uh, pulling up the uh, the. What uh, the hell was that? that? <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm ready on the the timer on that one. So ready, that. Ready. this is a different. We can't do this one. It's a different disclaimer. This one doesn't count. No, we oh. the the clock is on um, DraftKings, not on the uh, right. But the NHL has yeah. a different disclaimer than the NFL. Oh, uh, so we have to be. Right. We have to be. I no mean, clock. we can start a new. We can start right. a new one for the NHL disclaimer if we want to do that. And then by default, I'm, go. I'm by default I'm the leader, no matter how this goes. Well, you're you're. So yeah, I'm like Roman Reigns with the two belts. Sure, I have to cheat them to maintain them, but I still have them. And you defend them less than anybody else. That's right. Exactly. All right. Ready? Let me take a sip of my. All right. Here we go. (sighs) Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus specs expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. Pretty good. All right. Uh, 423. That's beatable. That's longer, though, with the Shield stuff on there. It is. It is. Once yeah. you got I almost, I almost clicked it too soon when you got to the Shield stuff. Yeah, kind of threw me off the guard there. It's all right. I own the belt. Yeah. All right. You, congratulations. You you are the de facto uh, winner. One one for one. All right. And now we're going to see if uh, if Greg can tell us about Chevy. <laughs> we're going to give it a shot. Uh, I can. I'm talking about it. I don't know if you guys can hear me. Are we good? We yep. can hear you. All right. Let's do it. Our partner, Ray Chevrolet, is ringing in the new year with their best offers all month long. Make your way to Ray Chevrolet on Route 12 in Fox Lake to join in on the savings and start your Ray resolution or Ray solution. 
As one of the top-selling Chevy dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest Chevy inventories. But right now, they're trying to make room for the inbound 2024 models. So all their current inventory must go. Plus, you can find the perfect tailgate vehicle at Ray Chevy because they have over 100 new Silverados available with prices starting at $19,495 or take up to $10,000 off a new 2023 Silverado. And to top it all off, they're pricing over 125 vehicles under $20,000. Seriously, guys, can pricing get more affordable? I don't think so. Speaking about affordable, what's more affordable than free? Well, you can get a free oil change at Ray Chevy just by mentioning CHGO when scheduling your oil change at Ray Chevrolet and Fox Lake. Start your new year off right. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com to start your Ray resolution. resolution. They've been serving the community since 1963. Find new roads. All right. Good job. We didn't time that one. Uh, good Way stuff. Way to go. Yeah, uh, are, we, are we timing all of our reads? Yeah, now? we should start doing yeah. that. We should. The, we should the, just read them as who, fast as possible. I'm sure the the Foco record. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure everyone will uh, will appreciate that their ads are read in ten seconds. Absolutely. Yes. That's how. <laughs> yeah. That's how disclaimers are supposed to be read, though. True. Yeah, and if you if you've ever worked in uh, radio or audio work before, uh, you record that at normal speed and then adjust it. Uh, in post-production, no one actually talks that fast. Um, Unless you're the Micro Machines guy. I was going to say, except one person. R.I.P. <laughs> I think, probably. Did I just kill might the Micro Machines yeah. guy? That was a long time ago. <laughs> you might have, yeah. He is the Micro <laughs> Machines guy. I think he is gone. Dead. I, John Moshita Jr. Wait, he's, he's not gone. dead. Oh. oh no. Oh, oh. Knock on wood. You know how old he is? Just his career. 69. <laughs> I was going to say. He's nice. probably a nice, nice age. Good for him. 75. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so. All right. Before don't we wrap up. anymore because you just gave us the spoiler with technology. You're right. My bad. Um, all right. Here are the skills competitions that are actually happening. And again, uh, the winner takes all in these competitions. Your combatants, Quinn Hughes, JT Miller, David Posternock, Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr, Leon Dreisettel, Connor McDavid, Jack Hughes, Nikita Kucherov, Austin Matthews, William Nylander, and Elias Pettersson, future Blackhawk. Uh, you've got fastest skater, hardest shot, passing challenge, one-timers, stick handling, accuracy shooting, one-on-one, and obstacle courses. Guys, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to think Connor McDavid's going to win. Uh, yeah, I think he's he's definitely a favorite. Um, you know, I... I'm interested. So, did you have the explanations in front of you, Jay? Uh, no, but I can find them. Oh, okay. I'm interested. What the what is the one timer uh, thing like? Is it just hitting one timers hard, or is it? I wonder if it's part of a uh, maybe a targeting game because I know they have the actually challenge, but those are just more wrist shots. But the one timer, I'm a little interested in what that would what that would be. Uh, yes, of course, they are not easy to find because we're dealing with the NHL here, but. Uh... Mm. Let's see. Okay. Uh, one timer. Okay. Uh, a minimum of four players and one passer. A player attempts three one timers from three designated positions on the ice. Uh, points are awarded based on the placement of the puck in the net, and the players with the Ooh. most points wins. Okay. So a little bit of accuracy. Yeah. Um, interesting. Okay. I'm going to go with Nathan McKinnon just to be a little different, but still a guy that I think could be a favorite. All right. 
Fair enough. I think McDavid is the, the odds-on favorite. Uh, if he cares about winning, he's probably going to win it. Um, if he's just out there to go through the motions and fulfill his obligation, then who knows? Don't count out one of the Hughes brothers, though. Not saying which one, but one of them might be there at the end. <laughs> can you can you bet like uh, Hughes brothers versus the field? That'd be a fun uh, little draft. <laughs> I, I take that bet. Yeah, That'd be a good one, dude. After watching Quinn last night and that goal he scored, there's not kid a lot special. that kid can't do. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 excited to see what the obstacle course uh, entails. Um, hopefully, they have some fun with it, uh, and hopefully, no one gets hurt. That's well. I hope Jack Hughes is actually there because he's. He got hurt uh, in the game, same game Connor Bedard got hurt and hasn't played since. So, well, they, they've made him a captain and they've expected him to play in it. So, so yeah, they must have some know. intel that I can't get as a fantasy owner of Jack Hughes. I can't find squat about when he's coming back, but apparently he's going to be at the All-Star game. Love it. You should trade him for Colin Blackwell. Yeah, that's, that's fair. He's not practicing either. <laughs> fair enough. That's a good point by you. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap things up. We are back uh, tomorrow with pregame. 9 o'clock puck drop tomorrow, boys, or 9.30? 9 o'clock. All right, that's a little more acceptable. We can do that. Um, So we'll have a 9 o'clock pregame show. And, again, we want to remind you, Thursday we will be at the Barn Hockey Bar. Very casual. No tickets needed. Just show up and hang out. Uh, We'll be there at 7 for the 8 o'clock puck drop. Um, So hopefully you can join us there. But, again, join us tomorrow. Hawks and Kraken pregame, puck drops at 9, and we'll talk to you, of course, on the postgame on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast, which, as always, is presented by our friends at ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 8.30 on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We all city like the mayor. 